Hi, David. Hello. We didn't even get our intro, or did? <laughs> I, hit I hit the wrong button. Oh, okay. Three. Two. Back at it like crack addicts. Episode 78. It's going to start all over again. Damn it. Now I don't hear you. I can't hear you. It's because I muted myself. <laughs> we are professionals at this. Yes. We haven't done anything live in a while. I know, as you can tell. Thanksgiving, as we gear up for the holiday and the gluttony and all that, let's just do an extended live show and just record the whole damn podcast like this. So if you are watching this live on YouTube or Facebook, thank you. Instagram. If you're listening uh, after the fact, we hope you uh, maybe are enjoying us in the car going to or from wherever it is you have to go this weekend black friday shopping thanksgiving meals i don't know ohio state football games saturday i'm not going anywhere for that pop on on my couch where is that game saturday and uh see this is gonna be hard gary because i have to do an entire show without saying the letter m only worked without playing michigan yeah the team the t what's the spread t up North, I think it's like fifteen and a half right now, something like that. The spread uh, keeps going up and up because I saw like eighty five percent of the bets are on the Buckeyes. So yeah, people know so what's what. A little... What keeps going? They're it's going getting bigger. They're saying now oh, now Ohio State's got to win by a hundred. Yeah. But you if you remember, if you remember last year, Michigan punked out of the game they didn't they didn't play they they didn't have enough players oh because of covid yeah it was supposed to be i think it was december 5th last year and because they knew they were going to get probably triple digits hung up on them now is this the rivalry is ohio this is the rivalry i don't consider any other schools to be ohio state's rivalry i have no other I don't hate any other schools the way that I I despise. You hate Michigan? The team up north. Yes. Why do you hate them? We don't give a damn, Gary, for the whole state of Michigan. And normally, when I was in, uh, well, yeah. So part of my, the when I was in school, the game used to be the week before Thanksgiving. Okay. And then my last... So you would go and, and, you know, they have on Thursday night, they jump into Mirror Lake, which is like the lake on, it's a man-made lake on campus that's like two feet deep. People will be doing cannonballs into it and then someone had to ruin it and, and go go and dive into it and die, ruin it for everybody. But oh, shit. my 
June. I think it's 2011. The game went to after Thanksgiving. So my junior year, or it might've been my senior year. Cause the last year I did the, the mirror like jump on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. And then you did. The I was, yeah. I did it my freshman year, my senior year. And both nights, the, my freshman year was freezing cold. It was like 18 degrees. My senior year was, I wore shorts to it. Well, the, did you do it yeah. naked your freshman year? <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Naked. The, I, I did it naked. You wore yeah. shorts your senior year. No, so. I, well, I mean, the, the, I wore, I was wearing more clothes. Oh, okay. When I it was you. colder. I was wearing mittens. Good to, good to clarify. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually wrapped my whole body in cellophane to stay warm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but uh, I did want to say um, it is rivalry week. And you know we've been wanting to do Gary a drunk podcast for a long time, and that this this, this week might end up be being that because I've got more alcohol sitting in front of me than I think I have, in, and you have in, no supervision at home, um, right? Yeah, no, no supervision. Tearing up my house. When does when does your wife get back? Will she be home for Thanksgiving on Friday? So you what's to what's a dude things? I mean, obviously you probably go to your family or something. No, family. I'm actually going to her family's. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, Lisa will take care of you. Doing the turkey trot in the morning. I got my turkey trot shirt on right God, there. What the, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because then I can do whatever I want. The whole I, I mean, I would do, do that anyway. You can do that anyway. Yeah, I don't feel bad about it. Is the uh, I guess I don't is know, the man you and this running yeah. stuff. I'm I've 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 definitely cooled down on the running for the last so. few weeks after running. Kind of, kind of running a marathon. Yeah, you limped your way through. I'll give you credit <laughs> though. Like I'm, I don't know. It's uh, I'm. I would never wake up on Thanksgiving Day and, and watch a damn t- or go run a turkey. Trot. I never Is thought it I would. 5K? It's five miles. I never I thought know. I would do that either. But alas, here we are. For those watching the video, I don't know if it's me or what, but man, you you got a solid. Six head going on right now. Maybe just wear your camera. I got a haircut. Well, it's like the top of your head's cut off, so it's like um, it's all forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be like that the rest of the show. Yeah, just I can't. I can't even sit up. I have to stand up to. I'll sit like that. <laughs> You're really low in your posture. I used to uh, have a mic. Um, I need to adjust this. So I used to have a mic. That I had to be really low in my seat. I had to make my seat go all the way down because it was on the desk. Yeah, yeah, it was on the desk. And now I have the mic that's clearly more adjustable. And I just haven't adjusted yeah. my. See, we look how far we've come in my camera. Seventy plus eight episodes. episodes. If you are watching this, if you are, we got to ask, we got a few people on. If you're watching, give us a like, share, comment, tell us what you're doing for Thanksgiving. That's the fee, right? So I was listening yeah. to uh, Andy Frizzell's podcast, which I don't, it's not for everybody. I don't want to be like, hey, you need to go listen to it because people are going to be like, hey, what's wrong with you? So I'm not, <laughs> it's not an endorsement. He's I intense, right? Huh? He's pretty intense, right? Very intense. Uh, but when his podcast, he says, hey, all I ask is that you pay the fee is that you just tell somebody about this podcast, whether it be on social media or in person, whatever. Tell somebody about it if you like it. Hello, Connie. She, I'm, uh, she's starting uh, Thanksgiving dinner yet? I don't know. I don't. Maybe she got the turkey in the oven. No, we're going to uh, midnight feast. 
Abby's making that. Abby's a little nervous. She's making a pie. She's actually Ooh. contributing to the dinner. What kind of pie? A transparent pie. I think we talked about this last year. Oh, yeah. I never it's heard like, of it's that. It's just before. sugar. Just sugar pie. A bunch of sugar. I'm making something, Gary, for Thanksgiving. Hummus? I got to pay the entrance fee. <laughs> You're making hummus. You're going to make carrots. <laughs> no, I'm making. Here's, Tofu. Yeah. Here is. I, th- I figured. I thought this was going to be quintessentially me. So I'm making Brussels sprouts, roasted Brussels sprouts. But if you weren't married, I'd have some serious questions. But, well, mother-in-law said she wanted Brussels sprouts, and no one else put that on the list. So, okay. I'm, but I'm going to do it my style. I'm doing a bourbon maple glaze. Brussels, glaze Brussels sprouts. I don't know if I've just had brussels sprouts that weren't cooked right or they just not just went into them yeah the only real way to that i like them is, is like ro- roasted yeah. yeah these were roasted and i still didn't enjoy them too much yeah so well bake this has bacon bourbon and maybe if, if that if they don't taste you don't even need that, the brussels sprouts then just, just bacon and bourbon <laughs> just yeah bourbon and crusted bacon um i went tailgating i saw um last week and so this was, you've been way more than i have what what's the etiquette for like a noon game for tailgating because i feel like start at no later than well for college yeah like seven would be the latest i would start at 7 a.m yeah that's maybe that's eight ridiculous. and you got, you can start drinking as soon as you start tailgating that's the rule well, and we did that but we I don't know. I just felt the vibe wasn't the same as first of all, we were in a lot. The, the, we tailgated literally in the front of the stadium. Yeah. Like, which isn't the most prestigious lot. I don't think because that the, the, the big boys lot has fields and you know, they have stuff there to actually put a spread out. We were legit in a parking lot. Well, yeah. Where do you want to be? In a field. Oh, okay. Uh, based on what I knew the first time I did it, right? Like, okay. So we're like, but we set up. I got two. I saw, think I showed you the picture. The two uh, handles of Weller. Yeah, and, and you it, sent me that. It was like nine thirty, and they were gone. Well, they weren't all. They weren't both full when they when we brought oh. them there. But it did garner a lot of attention. But I say this to follow up that we're sitting there and people are cooking out and all that. And I get this whiff of like the best smelling bacon I've ever smelled. Maybe it's breakfast time. I'm already about six pours in. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I've realized I, I can't, I don't know if it's this podcast or what, but I can't, uh, I can't mix bourbon. Like I don't mix it very well. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Like make drinks? Yeah, I don't have it. I don't do any. That's mixture. a good. That's a really good topic. We didn't talk about this, but that's a great topic. So you were just drinking straight, just neat. Just yeah, straight out of the bottle. Did you put it in like a plastic cup, or just I, out of the I bottle? Had, uh, I think I've got a picture. <laughs> <clears throat> I had a Tupac shot glass. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, there you go. Yeah, and I and so I went with my my friend Jason. And he brought the shot glasses and I was like, 
dude, these are maybe the coolest shot glasses I've ever seen in my life. He's like, I know, right? I think he said he got them at a yard sale. That's cool. But they had Tupac on them. Yeah. I used to collect shot glasses when I would travel and all the places I would go. And then it quickly got overwhelmed. Out of hand. Yeah. So I haven't gotten any in a while. And also, I used to not drink that much liquor. So I'm like, why do why do I have all these shot glasses? But now I do. So now I put them to use. But Gary, yeah. the, so you said, uh, well, we were going to do said... just bourbon notes. And then we were going to record notes. So I was going to drink bourbon. So I'm drinking bourbon. And then we'll and drink. And then I'm, yeah. just, I'm well, switching here, to some beer. So I got I some bourbon. See here. You, you, you might notice that's a, a large amount of bourbon in this. Oh, hold on. I'm not looking. I'm knocking the shit over. All right. So I'll tell you why. Oh, that is a lot. That is a lot of bourbon. I'll tell you why in a minute. So, all right. Um, you, I mean, is there an explanation gonna, needed? No, it's just a lot. I just, it's, I have no supervision. Water or anything? No, it's just, that's straight uh, bourbon. What kind I'm, of is it? It's Woodford. Double oaked? No. Single oaked. <laughs> Uno oaked. They did have a, um, I was at the the liquor store. They had like a distiller select or something, Woodford. Or this is distiller select. They had one with like this this is the brown label. They had like a green label one. Was that um, rye or something? It wasn't rye. I checked. It was a regular bourbon. But anyway, the I'm gonna drink some of this and I'm gonna tell you why I have some why why I'm drinking Woodford. Okay. That smells and I've been I had I've just had this open in front of me and I it smells so good. I've uh so it Black Friday's upon us, holidays are upon us. One of the I would say the if you don't know anything about bourbon, you're gonna buy somebody bourbon as a gift. That bottle is Basil Hayden's, and I think I did Basil Hayden's early on in the show. Yeah. So I'm just gonna do there's no bourbon review, it's just gonna be I'll tell you if drinking I, it. I mean I drank I've I've drank a lot of it since. Like we since this show aired last May, in my house, we've probably went through three bottles of Basil Hayden's, and I've only bought one of them. Like, I got them as gifts, and, like, there's the gift set that you got for Christmas. You remember with the, and it had the yeah, smaller the small bottle. bottle. Yeah. I, I still have one of those there. Basil Hayden is, if I want something a little, like, slightly fancier than what <laughs> I would it, normally do. Like, I feel like it's just a good gift bourbon i agree but it looks fancy and i feel fancy when i drink it that's what i mean is that is that enough yeah <laughs> that's good we and you wanted originally to try the t- uh, toast right oh don't get me started on that <laughs> like i think this bottle is like what 39 dollars yeah 40 yeah yeah. 39 or 40. 39. Then, it's either 39.99 or 40 bucks. I can't remember. So then they come out with toast, which is supposed to be like a starter bourbon. Yeah. And, it's and it, what's what's it? I can't remember. Is it lower proof? I, I think it's low. It's it, that's 80. Is that 90? Or it, uh, I think it, it was lower proof. This is 80 proof. No, maybe that was only 79 this proof. This is the right spot, bro. Just the right spot. This Woodford is 90.4. Yeah. And that's it. Woodford is a great starter bourbon. Yeah, I mean that's like when your cornerstone bourbon crowd pleaser. I think it's like the top like two or three selling bourbon. So you know that song? Yeah. Do you really? I think so. Sounds five five dollars on Venmo right now for you. Tell me the artist. Keep singing it. 
I'm, here, I'll, I'll play it. Here, I'll play it. Don't be Googling it. I'm not. My hands are up. Look, hands up. <clears throat> if you know this. Oh, it's a uh, major laser. Nope. <laughs> major. I don't even know who that is. Oh, no. It's a. Uh, um, it's not Black Beatles. They used to freaking always play this when I was in Digi-Jitsu. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It's Ray Strumman. Yeah. Well, the, the person that played that song would always also play Major Lazer. So that's why I thought it was Major Lazer. I don't know Major Lazer. It's like a. I don't know, EDM kind of hip hop mix. But uh, if you're watching this right now, if you see our faces, that's you can thank the good people of Veercast Digital Media. Matt, Tim, they just did a big boxing event this weekend. I feel like they're on their boxing grind. Yeah. But we would never have even, like, Matt hit us up, like, hey, have you thought about using StreamYard? No. And then they hooked it up and then they paid for it, which we've not used it enough. So I'll always give them love for <laughs> we have we use it every week. Just we yeah, we, we don't stream, yeah. 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 I do like StreamYard. And I've used it for other <laughs> projects as well. Yeah. So um shout out to them. They're awesome. I mean, they've got so much going on and they from the MMA, they do football, I think they do basketball in the winter. Um, they'll stream, and if you, yeah, if you want something to be streamed, then they'll do that for you. Mm. Tasty, so that's you, a tasty burger. <laughs> so, you mentioned that you aren't really good at mixing stuff. Do you is that something you want to do or not like mix bourbon or no? Uh, so as I would say, my progression as a bourbon drinker, yeah. I, I always mixed it. Like I never just drank it. Just with you Neat. like mix it just with something yeah, simple, right? Coke. Yeah. Yeah. And now it that turns me off. I don't know. Like it doesn't taste right. I'd just rather not. Yeah. So I tried something different. And the reason why I bought Woodford is because it was recommended to do this. Mm-hmm. And I told you I said, Have you ever tried apple pie bourbon? That's right. Oh, so did you make it? And so I got it right here, Gary. The apple pie. Looks like ice cubes, but that's apples. Granny Smith. Apples in there. Wait, did, then, you did that? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I did. I had to take out the extras. You know, that's why I ended up with some Woodford in my... <laughs> that's why I had so much. I poured like four fingers out of it, but... Bro. Yeah. How much to eat one of the apples right now? I don't well, know. Well, I just put there. it in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I will do it you when let that ferment like some hooch. Yeah, so it's uh, this it was recommended um, Woodford to do it because it's got like one of the larger tops. It's not that much bigger though, but it's like half of a Granny Smith apple peeled and sliced, cored, and then two cinnamon sticks and a vanilla bean, and that's it. Which is different from the recipe that I sent you, but -hmm. this one's supposed to be better. I was looking into it. And then this is you're gonna it will be ready for Christmas. 
So we're going to let that sit and marinate. I'll give you a review in a couple weeks. Apple pie bourbon. See the cinnamon. You can kind of see the cinnamon and the vanilla down there at the bottom. But Woodford Reserve. So I, normally, I feel like that's going to be a crowd pleaser. on, But that's different than like a mixed drink. That's just straight bourbon. with. Yeah, I would be down. Like I've seen a, a lot of the big bourbon viewers start reviewing these uh, cocktails in a can. Like they're, somebody's making it old fashioned in a can. Yeah. They talk about just how horrible it is. When it comes to like a cocktail, not like a, when I say mixed drink, I'm, it's like soda or, you know, pop and bourbon. Yeah. You know, uh, but like I'm still good with uh, a good old fashioned. I was going to say, if you can't wait, Gary, the four mm-hmm. weeks for the apple pie bourbon, just do this right here. Is that apple cider? Yeah. Abby's that's been the, doing that, making her like hot toddies. That's the quick way. Like I even, oh, that's she, left, good. she left one of her cups down here. Let's see what's in it. That's good. This apple cider is not very sweet though. A cinnamon stick. There's a cinnamon stick in there. It, yeah. She made like a hot toddy. Oh, like apple cider, bourbon, cinnamon stick. So, um, yeah, so this is That's a good. big, like, tonight's a big party night, right? Like, no, man, this is our party right here, me and you. Oh, man, I couldn't, your wife's gone. <laughs> I was thinking, like, I was supposed to go do something last night. I know, you're, you, and you're then, gonna, you're gonna go hit golf balls. Yeah. Top golf. I've never been. Have you been? Yeah. No, I haven't. So maybe that needs to be our, uh, now we do a family family outing every year. Yeah. <laughs> right around Christmas. I think last, was it last year around Christmas when we went we through Axis? Yeah. Which was fun. And no, when fun. I finally got the hang of it, it was fun. Um it took, it's it not took me a while. Like for, it was for a long time, like an hour yeah. and you're good. It took me like an embarrassingly uh long amount of time to to get the hang get of it. Hang and then it. I was like, okay, now I got it. That or um you ever heard of folding? like football bowling like you throw a football at bowling, at bowling pins no didn't we go do what's that we went duck bowling yeah that was fun that yeah, was kind of dumb but i think you picked I it out it. i did pick it out but i never i'd never never done it before i thought it was fun it was a good environment yeah the place that has folding though in cincinnati is huge it's like a warehouse like i think it used to be huge. like a grocery store it's a huge bitch yeah, it's like forty five thousand square feet, and they just had a beer, a big beer festival there this weekend. You know, in forty one years, David, I've never had Brussels sprouts at Thanksgiving. <laughs> this was requested by you. You have a mother in law. I do. She I don't says. <laughs> she says, Gary, I want you to make me some. Just, I don't know. I doubt she's going to ask me to make any. I doubt anybody. Maybe like a homeless person. Hey, man, can you make me some? They would trust my shrimp and grits. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your what's your go to for Thanksgiving? Like when you get that plate, stuffing. so much so much real yeah. estate on there. Stuffing. Usually half of it's stuffing. Really? I do. I build. I build up. So I get a base layer of like stuffing and mashed potatoes on the bottom. Yeah. And then you go from there. Then everything goes on top. Yeah. Mashed potatoes. Yeah, stuffing is half of it. Mashed potatoes is the other half. And then are you a turkey or a ham guy? Turkey. I don't really do. I used to do a lot of turkey when I was young. I'm like, eh. 
I can leave. I can. Turkey's okay. Here's turkey the is better. The turkey is better leftover than than the yeah. first day usually. But I heard this, and it made so much sense to me. If the, your Thanksgiving meal is so great, right? Yeah. <laughs> why can't why? you go to a restaurant and order up a thing? Order that meal. You can't. There, you yeah. can't go in. There, hey, you know what? I want? I want some turkey, some cranberry sauce. Some no, nobody serves it. You know why? Because nobody's buying. Or stuffing. Or so dressing, is it just whatever. a traditional thing? Like, and I, don't get me wrong. For that time of year, it's like for once a year, that's good. But it's not like something you throw into the weekly <laughs> rotation. <laughs> yeah, it's not like your weekly rotation yeah. dinner where it's like, hey, well, I I've think got... the yeah biggest part of it is a, tur- a whole turkey takes hours. Not if you deep fry it. And I feel like um, that's the way to go. Or even these. Um, Seen like these infrared, they're not really air, they're the oilless fryers. They're yeah. not quite air fryers, but like infrared fryers. Yeah, you can throw a turkey in there. Like the, uh, yeah. or you can put it on your uh, Showtime rotisserie. You ever see What's, that? No. <laughs> it's like from an infomercial. It's like a, it's like a, oh, it's not like sandwich. a, no, it's, um, oh, oh, what's time. his name? Ron Popeil. <laughs> infomercial legend. I don't know. It's I, I, like again, turkey ham. The, the whole spread's great. The the fellowship with your family's great. You know, I know some people don't see their family a lot, so there's those few times a year when you do get together. But just in general, man, I'm not down with the like. I don't know. You don't like Thanksgiving? I love. Yeah, I love it. But I just oh, that just the food. Analyzing the meal, <laughs> like. I, don't know. I think it's one of those things that and then a, you throw Brussels like, sprouts in it. Come on, yeah. Lisa. I think a it's so heavy and just like I mean, first thing you do after you eat is everyone takes a nap, right? And well, if, you're I my, think, if you're with me, we go to the next house. Like we, we're a, <laughs> yeah, we're a, like that was one of the things when I first got married. Um, when it was just me and Abby, we would go to like five places for Christmas and Thanksgiving. And then when we had Charlie, it's like, it just becomes like, yeah. And I don't want to take it for granted, you know, to to have those people to go to. I mean, at some point in time, you won't have those people to go to or, or you won't be around. And, but it's, man, it's a lot. Like at Christmas, we spread it out a little bit where everybody gets a little. Like, Different days. Yeah. Like, you know, you can kind of enjoy it, spend the whole day together. Yeah. That's the same way. The so this will be this for me personally the second straight like different kind of Thanksgiving because last year we didn't go anywhere. Yeah, we ordered our food last year. Yeah, I remember that. We we uh, the wife and I just cooked at home, mm-hmm. which was kind of kind of. Did fun. you have Brussels like we, sprouts? I doubt no. it. No, we were, we have a picture of it. So we're like, what did we make? We I made homemade uh, stuffing, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like from like. What's homemade stuff? Own. Breadcrumbs? No, and... I like like cut up the bread. Like bought a loaf of bread, cut up the bread. Did, that's did not that whole, whole you If I made homemade, you'd have made the bread. That's what I'm talking well, that's about. That's close. Close. That's homemade for me. <laughs> it's not stove. Secondhand homemade. <laughs> um, not out of a box. But then we made. Uh, what else did we make? Mac and cheese. Uh, no. We made. Um, mashed potatoes. Okay. Sweet potato like casserole. That was kind of like a dessert. Pie. It was like a uh, like kind of like a casserole though. 
What green did you bean put casserole. the pictures? Uh, did you make a pie and put some whipped cream? Yeah, that was something? the whipped cream. Yeah, pumpkin pie with the bourbon whipped cream. That was for my birthday, actually. Yeah, I'm still not down with the pumpkin. I love pie. See, that's everything for me is just like a waiting to get like how like to not feel like a not everyone like right after the meal to be like, all right, pumpkin. Like you got to have I've I'm always thinking after the meal, like what is the appropriate amount of time to be like, all right, I'm ready for pie. <laughs> like you don't want to be like five minutes after the meal, be like cutting into the pie. Oh, no, I that just seems no, weird. I think you're you go right in. Right. Oh, I think wow, you just go okay. right in. Um, you know, one of the things, this is going to sound weird, but one of the things that not so much now, but growing up is all the men ate first and then the women ate. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I, I, yeah, I don't, and then I the mean, kids, if there was anything left, I think the kids got to go. There was the, the men, men, then the horses, then the women. <laughs> now there were no horses, <laughs> but you know that was just tradition. I, I mean, I'm not saying it, it was right, but it kind of just fell in. Just yeah, that's interesting. So you mentioned something that I, that I haven't because I've kind of sort of heard this argument before, but the mac and cheese mm-hmm. on the Thanksgiving is that. Which it sounds like you're you're all for it. I know that's been a big debate. At least is this there, year, is there like, a movement for no macaroni and cheese on Thanksgiving? I never had macaroni and cheese on Thanksgiving growing up, dude. I mean, because I, to, I my, to my family, the, macaroni and cheese is like Kraft mac and cheese, and we're like, same. Why would we have that on Thanksgiving? Is that what you have I, on Thanksgiving? I, yeah, I'm sure some variation. Maybe you go Velveeta shells and cheese. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you get, get a little che- bougie. You get the Cheetos flaming hot. Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> I saw. Yeah, I've seen hey, that. I I've saw tri- Cheetos flaming hot popcorn. Yeah, I had so, that. We bought the flaming hot Cheetos mac and cheese out of the. It was. Was it good? Not bad. It was not it, the the. It had like the the. Um, it's like the powdered cheese packets that wasn't it was definitely yeah. interesting. I it stained know. the bowls that we put it in, let's just say that. And they were glass now, or porcelain or whatever. Okay, you dinner this week, you're making macaroni and cheese. Are you making it you doing the macaroni noodles, putting cheese on extra, or are you doing it out of a box? Um if it's for myself, out of a box. But mm-hmm. if I'm like making it as a as dinner. Like I'm, I'm, you know, actually trying because I do this every year for Valentine's Day. I make homemade mac and cheese. I don't make the noodles, but I make macaroni and cheese for Angie right. on Valentine's Day every year. Aww. Um, and I, I make like a stove, like a, like a, um, not like a baked mac and cheese, which I think a lot of people on Thanksgiving do the baked mac and cheese, which is different than uh, than out of the box. Yeah, I agree with that. So, but yeah, Mm-mm-mm. this bur- bourbon apple pie bourbon is good, Gary. I just saw what what your beer is, and I'm like, oh wow, David's gonna be drunk. Wait till you see how much of it I have. Um. So yeah, if you've made it this far, again, we love you. This is a special. We don't we don't go live very often, but we're doing this. And if you're listening after the fact, we're not live. We're still, the podcast still isn't going on or it's not like day seven. <laughs> uh, that could be, you know, like we're, there has to be like a Guinness book or world record for longest consecutive podcast. Or Let's something. see. 
Because I saw the guy today made the world's biggest uh, Nerf gun. Did you see that? That shoots. It's like actually, it's like 12 feet and shoots uh, the Nerf darts at like 50 miles an hour. Uh, Mike Russell, founder of the UK Podcasters Community and New Media Europe, hosted a 36-hour nonstop podcast on the 21st and 22nd of April 2016. He did not sleep for the full 36-hour marathon and broke the world record for the longest continuous podcast. We could blow that out of the water. 36 hours? Yeah. Just And we won't, don't even need any topics. We'll just start talking. We've not even got to the topics tonight. We're, we're you know, we're just 35 drinking. minutes yeah. in just chilling, bro. Just chill. I mean, it's Thanksgiving. It's holidays. Uh, well, here's what I'm surprised at. <laughs> Your wife's gone yeah in my world if it's if i'm home alone batching it up i can see ordering a pizza catching up on netflix playing video games david hits me up man i love youtube and i knew as soon as he said it it wasn't <laughs> for entertainment he's learned something he yeah was lear- i assume you were learning something about plumbing <laughs> yeah I think he spent so. his, his bachelor days painting and fixing and yeah don't the reason why i do that well first of all the reason why i do that i love doing like home improvement projects but if you've ever done a home improvement project you know that before you fix it everything gets messed up and it's chaotic you gotta break it before you can fix it that's right so and for me i gotta break it and then figure out then break it more and then figure out how to fix it (laughs) but my house right now is 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 chaos it's a big you got a new bathroom new bathroom that one's all good that one's good that's the oh you this isn't the same bathroom this is a different bathroom so in the i I think i mentioned this in the process of (laughs) this so in the process of the one bathroom upstairs getting destroyed and, and having a leak it leaked into the bathroom downstairs i think i told you that right mm-hmm. so there was like drywall that needed to be replaced and everything and when you do that then so it's like okay let's we just decided to repaint the whole bathroom by we i mean not me, me. you yeah <laughs> by we i mean i was told to repaint the whole bathroom <laughs> so okay. i'm like okay well i'm doing that like i'm gonna do it right i'm gonna make sure that i you know pull you know the the vanity away from the wall so that you know every just everything done right and in the process of that i removed the toilet because the toilet is so close to the wall that you can't paint behind it mm-hmm. and in the process i the flange like, like i said i think this thing was installed in, during the hoover administration the flange which is the piece under it was like metal and the bolt on the toilet was rusted on and then that like i'm pulling it and you know that broke so, long story short, I was just figuring out what I needed to do to fix that and replace it. And you did that on, figured out on YouTube. Yes. Well, and then I also figured out that the flange, I, I got a new one. So, it was a, this one had like one over, and I was like, it had two already on it. Or like there was a metal, like one, it was a metal piece over a PVC, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I was able just to just tune in. This is the home improvement podcast. 
Tim, Dave, the Toolman McKinney. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I would, I, my reasoning for doing like, I always have to do projects whenever, if, if my wife is ever gone for, you know, a day or two or whatever, but because you because, can't do it while she's there. No, I can, but it's, I feel like I, I, I cause her a lot of stress just by messing everything up and like getting that, like the process of everything, you know, before it's fixed, it's, it's a, it's chaotic and a mess. And I think that she doesn't deal with that part of it. Well, for, and for me, it's like, I don't care. Like our bathroom, our downstairs bathroom is also our laundry room. So our, I've moved the washer and dryer into our kitchen. So for me, I'm like, I don't care. I'll the washer and dryers in the kitchen for a couple of days that I'll move it back like eventually when I'm done, but you'll have it back by the time she gets home. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm almost done now. I'm probably done. I'd hire you to do some renovations or something. No, I'm not doing it. I mean, I I have the motivation to do it now because I'm like, don't have any, not not that I don't have anything else to do, but I'm like, I have the time, I don't have kids, you know, dogs or whatever. But if I had kids and, you know, was. I don't know. If I, I have the motivation to do it now, I, I see myself in. When you have kids, there's years. no motivation to do shit. I know it's except find a way to get the kids yeah, out of the house. That's right, and that's when I I did have Netflix. Uh, I tried to watch uh, Coming to America too yesterday. Yeah, that's on Amazon. It was really bad. Yes, yeah, I made it through about 15 minutes of it. I watched uh, Red Notice with uh, the Rock. Mm-hmm. And so if you, I feel like Charlie could have written this movie <laughs> because you say the rock, how do you want the rock to be? I want you to act like the rock. Okay, <laughs> cool. Ryan Reynolds. I want you to be every character Ryan Reynolds ever played. Cool. Uh, throwing some story about some jewel. We're going to steal jewelry across the planet. Cool. And we need a hot chick in there. Who's a vet wonder woman. Let's get her. So that's, I mean, and then, but so I watch it and it's, you know, it's two hours long and it, it's yeah. action packed and funny. You know, it's like, it's nothing that it's not going to win any Oscars. And we get to the end of it and I'm like, this is the worst, the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Not because like Abby's like, well, you know, they could have been trying to do something different with it. No, it literally just basically starts yeah. over again you're like what and you tell it's like a money grab for a sequel or whatever and whatever yeah there wasn't there's another and i'm trying to figure out what it's called there was another ryan six underground did you ever watch that on netflix no was he serious in that one? six underground it's an yeah. action movie and i liked that with ryan reynolds was I'm he not- was he ryan reynolds-esque uh, like yeah. the smart ass, funny, cute guy. Sort of, yeah. I mean, he's very like cute, after watching so. Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds is just that guy all the time. Yeah, and I can't it's hard be mad for him at it. Not be but, cute. Yeah, like we were trying to. Me and Abby were thinking about like serious roles he's done, and I remember he was in uh, the Amityville Horror as the dad in that movie, which was. I mean, he wasn't he in the Fast and Furious. Some of them. Uh, the Rock is. Are you talking about The Rock? No, yeah, he's in The Rock. Uh, is I'm talking about Ron Reynolds. Yeah, he, I just he he's in Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, he Hobbs or is he Shaw? <laughs> he's neither. He says he's Champ Champ Nightingale. 
Um, Deadpool. Have you seen Deadpool? No. Dude, it's amazing. It's the Marvel movie that we all want to see. There's a lot of video shorts of Deadpool. Yeah. Through his uh, IMDb. Yeah. Green Lantern. Awful movie. I feel like in Green Lantern was he tried to be serious in Green Lantern. Like, yeah, and it just came off. They tri- awful. Yeah, which Green Lantern is awesome as a superhero, and they just yeah. I was gonna say that. the movie's not not very good at all. Yeah, Green Hornet was better than Green Lantern. Yeah, that was <laughs> Seth Rogen, right? <laughs> yeah. And that was bad. Yeah, um, I'm trying to see what else he's in. He's in the Proposal, which I think is a chick flick. That's with Sandra Bullock, right? Yeah. Um, he was in Scrubs. Oh, he uh, was also in uh, Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. Yeah, that like set him off. That was I remember watching that show. I forgot about that. When was it? Like the early two thousands? Nineteen ninety eight to two thousand one. Yeah. There's Michael Berg Bergen. Oh, Berg. Then it just became like it was renamed Two Guys and a Girl, right? I don't know. I forgot. Yeah, that oh, was that like time I was already graduating yeah. high school, getting out. That was like before, like I was aware of it. I never watched it, but um, like this, like you know, it's a network TV sitcom. Yeah, do, do, does track. that work anymore? Like, does network TV? Are I, there any network sitcoms left? I don't think. I mean, I think that you still got the Simpsons on. Yeah, and like that animation domination Sunday on Fox. The ones that I, I think there are still are. <laughs> no, I do remember the show, but I don't remember yeah. that they renamed it. I I'll think that, that um, I think once you got to the point with uh, like The Office and Parks and Rec and those types of shows, do you think I think the, then, like sit, it, the sitcom was dead. But let me tell you this: as somebody who didn't watch The Office when it aired, like I got to binge watch it. Yeah, I don't know that I would have watched it. Like, I don't know that I would have. Not very many people did. I mean, it wasn't. It, it did okay, but I think it was every year they were expecting it to be canceled. Um, and that it was that one of those like critically acclaimed type of. It had it's had way more of a life after yeah. than it ever had like during. Can the we show. agree? on record that friends is a, was a horrible show. I never liked, I never liked friends. I'm going back and rewatching we best um, friends. If you say Seinfeld, that's the same. I'm rewatching Seinfeld and it doesn't hold, it doesn't hold up. Right. And I'm like, I think we're almost at the end of season three. And I'm like, I'm, there's a couple of episodes and I'm because we still have a lot of good episodes to go that I know are good, but I think it has, Seinfeld is one of those shows that has those few episodes that are memorable and that everything else is kind of like filler. Yeah. Like it has the, each season. There's like two or three really, really good episodes that are memorable. And then like soup Nazi episode is amazing. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, no the, for you. the contest episode is amazing, which do you know? Do you, have you seen? No. So the contest is basically they, they come up, uh, the four main characters come up with the contest of like who can go the longest without masturbating, basically. No, not November. Yes. 
and it's a real so it's apparently jerry and uh larry david actually did this okay um but they all you know so the the way that they go about it it's it's good writing in that show and from them saying that you know what the contest is without ever actually saying it because it's on network you know, network TV in the nineties. So mm. you know what they're talking about as an adult, but as a yeah. kid, you're like, well, what are you talking about? So that's good and that's creative. Um and also uh Jason Alexander as George makes the show. Like I I I kind of wish that Larry David would have actually played George in the show because like knowing who Larry David is, I think he's a lot funnier than George or Jerry Seinfeld. What's the show that he's in? Curb uh, Your enthusiasm. enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah. And he, but he plays basically himself. Yeah. And you can see all the, like, like the, the, the quirkiness. Yes. Quirkiness, I think is, is the right word of, of who he is. So I watched a documentary about this guy who was arrested for murder. Have you seen Making this? Making a murderer. No, no, no. It's in L.A. It turns out this guy, his alibi was he's at the Dodgers game. And it just so happens they're filming an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm at the game. And <laughs> really? it's introduced into evidence. Yeah, like, hey, that's me. They're like They they get him on the from the footage of the TV show. Really? Yeah. So it's pretty weird. That's like uh, what's the brothers that are in the uh, the brothers that killed their parents? The and, Melendez brothers. Yeah. And they're in the background of a, a Mark Jackson card, Mark Jackson card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. But that wasn't their alibi. That was like, they had already, basically they'd already killed their parents at that point. Right. Cause didn't their yeah. parents like, it was like a week yeah, or something after. And then they found out that they killed their parents. I mean, those guys got like, super popular in prison or something like that. Or they were already like, I mean, they were sitting front row to next game. So they were, I don't know what their, like what their social claim to fame was. Yeah. I got that David McKinney money. Yeah. On to some news, David. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Maker's Mark's new collaboration supports the hospitality industry. No. And that's been kind of a theme. They did something I remember talking about. Um, this is this is a community uh, focus on the unity batch bourbon bottling. It's Maker's Mark private selection barrels uh, from over 40 whiskey clubs across the country. It's the uh, collaboration with the Lee Initiative and Maker's Mark. 100% of the proceeds are going to support the hospitality industry. Uh, It's just called the Community Batch. Um, That's awesome. It is uh, not available anywhere I see around here. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. It's not available until November 30th. Uh, how much is this bad boy going for? Suggested. Uh, oh, you can't. You have to. There's no suggested. Re- they suggest that you pay a lot of donations money. start at seventy dollars, and they're they're going to be giving away like auctioned off at these events. Yeah. So it's 107 proof. Uh, it has notes of cherry and subtle wood spice, rich and balanced, not too sweet, not too spicy. There you go. Pleasant finish with a subtle lingering of spice. They had, uh, I guess this is a thing every year that they do for like the Ohio, in Ohio, the liquor 
liquor stores are controlled by the state. So they do, mm-hmm. um, they'll have their liquor, private liquor, private barrels from some of the, or whatever, private selection stuff. And Maker's Mark every year does stuff for Ohio. They've got like five or six of them out this year. And one of them's like brownie. One of them is like, I'm like brownie, but they, I don't know. They're $70 a piece is what I'm trying to say. Mm. And I see, I've seen them and I, I feel like I'm going to be seeing them for a long time because 70 bucks a for maker's mark is a lot. Mm, yeah. I'm not down. For and that. you get something just like you always say, it says brownie on it. It better taste like some brownie, That's, brownie batter. Yeah. We were, um, one of them was like pecan. And they were talking about the yingling collaboration with Hershey's. Yeah. That, that does taste like, cho- it, that has actual chocolate in it and it does taste like chocolate. I was like, if y'all ever heard <laughs> me talk about this, I had to do it. <laughs> Get this man. So I'm in this digital literacy class with a bunch of kids. But so one, artist, <laughs> it feels like it sometimes. Like <laughs> the, if you, can't and uh, and I understand that not everybody has grown up on a computer like with smartphones and Chromebooks and like it's a different landscape really yeah but like some of his classes uh, open an email close it go to your drafts send that email to David I'm like this is just wasting my time so anyway we have like this discussion <laughs> board right. It's about digital footprint and it's like talking about how people target you for advertisements and how it can, how your activity could be detrimental. And they're like, what do you, what is your digital footprint? I said, listen, I'm very aware of my digital footprint. There are thousands of hours of my voice on the internet. Like I am Google my name and anything I've been associated with. You're going to yeah, like, that's me. So I'm hyper aware of my footprint. Now, I don't, I can't be responsible for everything I've ever said. I've said some foul <laughs> shit. <before>. Most <laughs> um, but like, I'm okay with it. Have you thought like the, the, uh, the hundreds and hundreds of hours? Of, yeah. You gotta think there's at least 78 hours of this podcast. You know, I've got 200 hours at least of another one. Uh, and just throughout the last decade, I, this has been my medium, like talking into a microphone with no, with very little preparation or intent (laughs) or yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And I have probably even more than that because doing commentary for, for fights, I looked up, uh, I was doing prep for, I did commentary this past weekend and a, I feel like I am just fully like in the zone of when I'm doing commentary, like I, mm-hmm. nothing else is nothing. Like I have like blinders on. Right. So I don't ever remember like what fighter, what song did this fighter come out to? I have no idea because I'm talking over it when they're coming out. Right. The song. But anyway, my voice was hoarse after that, but the prep for that show I'm I'm doing it. And I'm like googling the fighters. Right. One of them was Kelsey Hildall, and right. our first fight, Gary. We called was, it. We called it against Linda Mahalik at I think it was at uh, 
Turfway. Yeah, it was at Turfway Park. And she she lost. How that we play. sound? We, me personally, I feel like I've gotten a lot better at doing commentary, and that was only, I guess it was like three or four years ago already. Yeah. But I don't know. I hope I've gotten better. How did I, I sound? I was not. Tell me how good I was. I'm my biggest critic, but people keep hiring me. So (laughs) (laughs) the the funny thing about it was it was a fight at 105 pounds. And the ring announcer, Jason Wynell, said a catch weight. And you immediately were like, no, that's an actual weight class. And you got up out of your seat and told him (laughs) you you had to call him over and like, Jason, that's a that's an actual weight. It's called Adam weight. And he said at the beginning, it's like, I haven't seen 105 pounds since third grade. (laughs) <laughs> oh that's awesome yeah i so when when we you know we have done commentary together and i've done it with a Damn, bunch of different yeah. people i f- would find myself like getting tired like tired of talking yeah after about five fights i'm like i'm over this <laughs> i'm done and those are the five where you're like that don't matter yeah you know we had on Saturday, five fights through two hours, and I'm like, "Oh my god, we still got ten more to yeah. go." That multiply that out six out like four more hours. Thankfully, it wasn't four more hours, but the first five, yeah. I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" Like, pick up the pace a little bit. Because- yeah, that's and it, that's that's a, a character flaw. Like, I was just not. I enjoyed it, but then I was just like, "I'm I'm mentally exhausted." You, know. you are, yeah, and I'm always exhausted after. So two things. So the other thing I found was on a Facebook page, an, an unnamed Facebook page, I saw that you and Juan did a fight companion of we a, did. an event that I called. We did. Did you watch and it? And I, li- I was listening to it, and I'm like, I, I can't believe I never actually listened to this before. Like you and Juan, I mean, it's four hours. Yeah. Uh, did we do the <laughs> whole guys, thing? Yeah, you guys just watched the show and um, talked over, it. and I didn't listen to all of it, but I was like skipping around and stuff. I think and I showed some of it, but I didn't want. It was a pay per view, and I didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. So it was just you guys with. Um, I think you you would like show like the walkouts. Yeah. Of it, um, but it was kind. Of, it was it was cool and like something that. Yeah. Like today I was thinking, I mean, this is the day before Thanksgiving. The last like out of the last Yeah, like, are there no years, shows tonight? There's one in Erie, Pennsylvania. So of the last like ten years, I probably done just about every including last year, I did a show in Pittsburgh the night before Thanksgiving and with no fans. See, I don't know if I can do that. That was wild. Um, it was fully COVID, you know, COVID friendly, all that fun stuff. And so I drove to Pittsburgh the night before Thanksgiving. And then also again on that Saturday, cause the same promotion did two shows. Oh God. That's brutal, it was, dude. it was intense. I always um, intended to go like I, <clears throat> to be completely transparent. I don't give a shit about the MMA anymore. I know. And it's so crazy to me how, and this is kind of par for the course in my life. Like. I've I've went through these phases where um I like to I like to gamble for a couple of years. I I played golf pretty consistently for a couple of years. You know, it was always something. And then MMA yeah. probably took up the biggest stretch of my adult life. 
and but it, video it games became, when it became yeah i mean i still like to play video games yeah who doesn't but um when it became a job it really like sucked the like that mental exhaustion was there all the time yeah like the motivation to do it when it's just because you want to do it like nothing nothing beats that like that's when what you this want to is do it, yeah like, yeah like this you know granted we signed a trillion dollar contract with spotify that's that news is dropping soon not binding yeah yeah um but i'm but then towards the end i was like my phone rang i'm like man i don't even want to answer this phone <laughs> this yeah we both i mean we have and you go through you go through yeah. and valley definitely you've been, you've been yeah. more consistent than anybody have you finished your bourbon yeah that's gone so I got some beer to drink, but I do want to say, Gary, so um, this was, this is kind of like our, this is like our retirement project. I kind of call it. Cause we had, we, we, owned, By the time we retire, we're going to have 600 episodes. <laughs> no, but we owned like a, a, you know, bluegrass MMA. Yeah. We owned and a then legit we sold media that family. and we were like, we were like, what do we, what do we do now? Cause we sold it. Was it 20, it was 2019, right? Yeah. And I've got an NDA. I've got a non-disclosure or not, uh, not disclosure, a non-compete. So I can't do anything if I wanted to. Yeah, Yeah. this is. We can't even. We can barely even talk about. Yeah, whatever. We're just gonna call it slap boxing from here on out. We could go (laughs) full, just be a a bare knuckles show. There are people. uh, Have you seen pillow fighting as a thing now? I no, but you remember? I believe. (laughs) Our dear friend Aaron Garrett had a pillow fight at one of in, in MMA. He did, event. yeah. <laughs> That's Aaron. Uh, hold on, let's get him. <laughs> I, want, I want him on to talk about the pillow fight. Yeah, Aaron also did. Uh, Aaron is the best. Uh, first of all, <laughs> so he did he fought in twelve weight classes. <laughs> he was also he's so he's a fighter DJ, and um, what was I going to? A promoter. But then on one of my former podcasts, he came on and challenged. Yeah, rap battle. Yeah, Kyle Roseski, who's in, who lives in China now, uh, to a rap battle, and Kyle. Did Kyle have a fighter in the in the in the UFC? Is that why he was in Vegas? I don't. I didn't see that he was in Vegas. Yeah, he was at the. Uh... Oh. Well, text Aaron and tell him to come on the show. Talk about All his right. lingerie pillow fight. But anyway. Uh, I don't even know where I was going with that. The rest of that story. Um, but this is like our retirement. We sold that and we're like, what should we do? And then last year during COVID, we're like, let's do a podcast. And the first, how many of our episodes were really bad. I remember like the early days of this podcast. I'm like, this, this ain't going to last. Like we're, we were half assing it to the, to the core. I don't know uh, if we, but it, it just did. It didn't all come together. Right. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't click. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, we find out people listen to it. Yeah. So if you're one of those people, thank you. But, and and we've talked about this before, like internationally, like we don't have any friends. Like we, this is the podcast where I really don't know very many people personally that listen to it. You mentioned internationally, Gary. (laughs) So tonight's, tonight's out beer comes to you not only from the, it's out of this world, literally. <laughs> so if you were listening, uh, 
in a different country, on a different continent, on a different planet. Because I do feel like we might have a different planet. I mean, we have to check our numbers from Mars or from at least maybe I the International Space Station. We got to pump Station. those numbers up. We got to pump those Mars numbers up. So, uh, first of all, beer, rivalry brews, Christmas boxes. I know you buy yourself a Christmas present. Every Christmas present you buy, buy yourself something. And by <laughs> For something, every one I mean, present you get, somebody else, <laughs> treat yourself. And by something, I mean beer. Beer. Not if you're in uh, Kentucky, though. Adam, yeah. we got to talk about this. I don't know if it do I need to. The, the legislature is about to go in. Yeah, tell them. I can be your, um, what are they called? Proxy. No, 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 no. Um, Huckleberry. No, <laughs> the people that like go on your behalf and try to. Lobbyist. Like, lobbyist. Yeah, I'll be your lobbyist. All right. Your boy might be running for uh, president. Um, be real from Cypress Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sam. Hey, so I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to the uh, Kid Rock versus Oprah uh, debates. <laughs> so my daughter is casually before you drink your beer. I just we I mean we got a long way to go because I'm going to show you how much beer I got. In all a right. Second. Um, casually, I'm going to open it up and pour it. And I'll wrapping it to um. Uh, Cypress Hill insane in the membrane. What? And so I, I like, feel like you, you raised her right. I was like, you know, I know every word of this song. And so I play it for her. And then I tell her, I was like, you know, be real's not black, right? You guys had a like, rap what? battle? I was like, mm, no, I think he's like, you see him, he's a, <laughs> like a light skinned Latino guy. So, all right, show me this can. So, all right, let me tell first of all, Rivalry Brews, love them, Adam. I mean, honestly, probably don't buy beer from them because they're selling so much beer that they can't keep up with it. Adam's driving all these places trying to get it together. Like, Gosh, <laughs> damn, I wish they'd slow down over there on that podcast. Yeah. So every time I see him posting pictures, it's like, man, you got a lot less beer than you had last time. But uh, they're selling Florida, Texas, wherever. Germany. Phil just bought out half their inventory. Um, which, Shout out Phil, man. Yeah. Is he good? Get well soon. Get well soon, man. Um, Yeah. I, he had a... Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> it's our show. We do what we want. He, Yeah. Seriously, shout out Phil. Um, yeah. He's a good dude, and a lot of crazy stuff has happened to him in the last I year. I know, right? Um, but yeah, the, the he just bought a... Yeah. He just bought a bunch of beer. He bought a... He bought an Oktoberfest a box and a Christmas box. Man. I'm like, Phil, you, you're the real one right there. Man, man. you always, but I feel like you in particular, you're always ahead of the curve. Like, are you already looking forward to like Valentine's day beer? or <laughs> New, No, I a, haven't uh, even really gotten into, and Vermont I'll tell Luther you King junior yeah. brew out there that you're looking. I'll tell you about the, the beer. So two, I got two things, but first I'm gonna tell you about the beer I have. And then I'm gonna okay. tell you t- the two beer projects that I have coming up. Okay. So first, Gary, you know that there was a be- there's hops that went into space. We just covered this a couple weeks ago. Yep. Yeah, and I said I need to acquire some of this these space hops. Mm-hmm. A, a, a local brewery. I guess there's most people don't realize they're local, but Sam Adams brews a lot of beer here in Cincinnati. Yeah. And they said, Corporate's "Hey, we'll take those not hops." Local, but yeah, the brewery, there's a brewery. Yeah, they said we'll take those hops, 
and we'll make a beer with them. And they came up with Spacecraft IPA. Mm-hmm. This will taste like ass. I already can tell. They had a tap room. They have a tap room here locally, and they said, "Hey, we got the we got this beer. We got that space brew." And it was in it, the picture they showed was in cans, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna go get a." They, it came in four pack. It's like twenty two bucks. I'm like, okay, that for something like kitschy like that. I'll buy, I'll spend twenty two dollars is kind of steep, but for space hops, okay. <laughs> for Elon Musk beer, let's go. So anyway, this beer is called. So they the spoiler alert: they did not have any cans. They had it on draft, and did I you get a mini keg. No, so I got a. Crowler. It's called a crowler. Crowler. Yeah, which is thirty two ounces, which basically is like a giant can that you can take to go. Yeah. Um, and anyway. Here's the beer. I don't even know what kind of hops it is. Galaxy, maybe. I don't know. I think it's Galaxy and Citra Mosaic. Mosaic. Anyway, here's the beer, Gary. Space beer with David McKinney. Spacecraft IPA. It's called Spacecraft? Dude, that looks like a dirty, hazy yeah. beer. It tastes like, tastes like space. Man, you know when I had that <laughs> asteroid salad the other day, this kind of reminds me of that. It uh, has notes of, uh, yeah, notes of uh, Buzz Aldrin's sweaty <laughs> socks. <laughs> notes of uh, moon moon drops. Yeah, I mean, it tastes like a. It does have like a um, drops of Jupiter in my beer. <laughs> I should have picked that as my song tonight, but anyway, the. <laughs> It it does have like a um it's not like crazy bitter. It does have almost like a a lighter quality, but it does it's like a it's a very hazy beer. Yeah, I get that from it. I can see that. More like a um not super like tropical, more like a, I don't know. It's it's not like super fruity or anything like that. It's more of like a mellow, mellow hop. Maybe the space mellows out the hops. Also, to be fair, Sam Adams is not known for their hoppy IPA. So uh, I thought it was interesting that they did an IPA. I mean, there it's it was hops that lent themselves to to be an IPA. But uh anyway, so two projects, Gary. Space hey. Space dr- number one drinking space beer. Space beer. Number two, I don't know if you follow us on uh, Gary, do you follow us on Instagram? <laughs> I do, yes. <laughs> on Beers and Beards podcast. So I did a project with mm-hmm. other Cincinnati, I guess we're calling beer fluencers. And I'm, not gonna lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I felt cool way way. out of place with these the, these people. I mean, at the people risk that of, you look up to at the risk of sounding saying the wrong thing. The people are really excited about being influencers. I don't give a shit about any of that. I just drink beer and I, I take a lot of pictures of the beer that I drink. And, and I don't it. want but I don't want pe- people that I'm like, like my uncle to be like, what? I mean, you drink a lot of beer, and I've already had those comments before, <laughs> and that was like all with, the time, bro. <laughs> that was with the amount that I post on like my personal. So I, I created other accounts, Brewery Adventures, 
I create an account for my dog and his beer. <laughs> yeah. I'm drinking his beer too. I'm really not an alcoholic, guys. Anyway, I just, I like taking, and I go to a lot of breweries. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a funny story to tell you at the, after this. But anyway, so I did a, a project <laughs> at a brewery, which, what do you, can't really say exactly what I was doing there, but what do you typically do at a brewery? Drink beer or you dog beer. yoga, right? Yeah. Goat yoga. <laughs> Goat yoga. Yeah. Um, so that's just stay tuned. I might have either been drinking beer or brewing beer or spoiler alert, both. <laughs> um, I brewed a beer at a local brewery here in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I really did not do very much of the brewing. But uh, it's straight. I can say as much as that. I can say street side. I brewed a beer. Cannot say what kind of beer it was, other than it was a dark beer, right? And that it's going to be hefty in terms of ABV. And mark, don't mark, don't mark your calendar. Do mark your calendars. I told mm-hmm. you it's going to be a drunk show, Gary. Yeah, you're getting there. Do, cross off the whole month of December. Okay. Because we've got something fun coming next month. Yeah. That we have to be at. I know there's not really a lot else going on in December. No, nothing. So if you want to be a part of it, you can be a part of it. I'm down for it. (laughs) All right. The other thing, uh, what did I say? I had two projects. I forget what else I was going to say. Not going to lie. I don't know. (laughs) It'll come to me. I guess we're just going to wait. I was waiting. I thought you were. I don't remember what else I was going to talk about. Well, let's get back into uh, what we're known for, and that's being on the cutting edge of the. The other thing. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Go ahead. So for Christmas this year, you've seen like the advent calendars and stuff like that, like bot, you know, whatever. Last year, the advent box, and I got iced. Right here live on the show. Mm-hmm. So this year, instead of doing buying one of those boxes, my wife and I are making like a box. Uh, we're combined to make a box for Advent. We're picking beers basically for each other every other day for the month of December. So, you pick, so she picks for you one day and you pick for her the next. Yes. Interesting. She's odds, I'm evens. What's her go-to beer? Um... She really likes like I this sounds bad, but like fruity th- like mm-hmm. fruity things that are girly that don't taste like beer. Chick beer. No, she really likes IPAs, dark beers. Um I I got some that are that I think she'll like, but I'm not hundred like she really likes uh like peanut butter and beers. Really? Yeah. Um yeah, so I picked some stuff for her that I'm excited to talk about eventually. Yeah, but we'll have a pic- we'll have pictures of those every day that we do it, and we'll we'll un- unbox them and do all the social media stuff. Influencer, I'm gonna influence <laughs> you. Drunk. Oh God! <laughs> uh, check out. I just sent you a link here. This you talk about that. Abby sent me this. Where'd you uh, it is a DIY bourbon countdown calendar. 
the perfect way to get into the holiday spirit. And it looks like. <clears throat> Where'd you send me a link? It's in the private chat. Oh, shh, don't be private. From kybourbon.com, this seems like a scam. Yeah. So it sounds it cool. Yeah. Oh, they made it. This is a you do it yourself. Oh my thing. god, this is some Pinterest ass shit. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Listen, I know you're big on Pinterest. <laughs> Pick some. We kind of, sort of are going to do this, but we're going to drink them all in the same day. <laughs> yes, it's like a yeah. Mike Tabor. We love you. I know you're listening, or I hope you're listening. Maybe we're next get... week. Yeah, maybe next weekend. Uh, yeah. We're going to get it together, probably at this desk, lay it all out. And just as David's drink, his apple cider. I still got a lot of beer to but, drink. Did you go drink that whole 32 I'm ounces? Power, power through. Um, oh, yeah. Something we talk about here a lot. Uh, we talked about Drizzly, how Uber's bottom out. Drizzly teams with 7-Eleven to offer on-demand alcohol delivery from over 1,200 stores. Uh, yeah. so 1200s to have any 7-Elevens where I'm from. So, but it's across, uh, Arizona, California, Connecticut, Florida, Missouri, Ohio being one of them. Uh, yeah. you can get that from Drizzly. You can like, Hey, run to 7-Eleven, get me a 40 ounce twisted tea. And yes. Which Gary. True? Yeah. Yeah. So a, we don't really have a lot of 7-Elevens here in Cincinnati, but 7-Eleven now owns Speedway. We have a lot of those. Are they going to rebrand those? I don't know if they are or not. I mean, there's so many speed. There's like almost 3,000 Speedways. I feel yeah. like that'd be a lot of money to rebrand Speedway is my jam in the morning. But uh, I'm hoping that they'll extend it to Speedway. Do you have a go-to, like, what's your routine when you go to the office? Because I know you don't go every day, but what's your routine when you go? Like, is there a gas station stop? No, I just go to the office and come home. Yeah, see, I've every day <laughs> go to the I, office work and then come home. Like I stop at the gas station to sometimes get gas, but most of the time yeah. just get some dip and uh, you know a cold speedy freeze or something just like get that. Get you a can of Copenhagen. <laughs> no, no Copenhagen. you look on the date. If it's more than one day old, nope, I'm not taking it. Um. Be so wet. yeah, that's that's I mean, and that's Speedway's my spot. I know that's your spot for uh, good gas station food. I do like their egg rolls. <laughs> they had them there the other day. Didn't they? Did uh, you get one? No, I'm not. Just for me? No. Um, the ball you don't corporation. Like if you've ever like, if you're Kentucky, here's what I know about ball is they uh, they make like the mason jars that like mm-hmm. people can their green beans or whatever it is. And it's got a text from our executive producer. Who's that? Keep going. I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> I'll uh, let you know if I'm in trouble. They're going to raise aluminum can orders. Uh, their decision to raise aluminum can orders is unwelcome news for the craft beer industry because the minimum order increases from about 200,000 to one in per order, which is David. Yeah. As you so eloquently put Four uh, tractor trailer loads. Yes. So the thing that so locally, we, Aaron, it, it, we just we're just yeah. coming out of a aluminum shortage, <laughs> right? Think, we're just coming yeah. out of the shortage. 
Yeah, so I think that there this was a very much a like w- one company has an almost uh monopoly. monopoly. And so they said, "Hey, we're going to do whatever the hell we want." And like, you know, we're having supply issues, so we're going to make it a lot harder for Right. We're going to basically make more money but make it easier for us. So yeah. they still are going to have, we'll send you any of the non, basically bl- what they call blank cans. Yeah. As many of those as you want. But if you want them to be printed, you go to order at least a million. So Gary, Millie, I live in a city with the 25th biggest craft brewery in the country. Yeah. They make maybe house brewery. one, maybe two beers. That they would order a million cans of in a year. Like, I mean, I just, that's only like they make, I mean, they make a lot of beers, but which were a million uh, Rheingeist. Yeah, yeah. Rheingeist. So they make, Rheingeist did like 130, 140,000 barrels of beer last year, which is 31 times 140,000, three million, like, about four and a half million gallons of beer last year. That's crazy. And I mean, they they have beers that sell like, I mean, they sell a very high volume amount of 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 course a few beers. Um, but the majority of their beers are pre printed cans, and I'm assuming that they're from Ballcorp because that's who most of the industry uses. And I I mean that's I feel like that's just a that's drastically changes their um their their business if they have to go to either like a sticker can or a shrink wrap can right um and it i don't know i mean they're and for a company that has a lot a, a crazy trajectory but i don't know if you saw the next story <laughs> where one we'll company learn, we'll learn about some recycling in this next yeah. story so where one company says, "Hey, we're going to screw you over," another like semi-smaller start. I I think they're technically still a startup when you look at like the vast, like the grand scheme of things in terms of aluminum and and cans. Like, look at it's really it's ball is the big one, but this other company, CBW, which is based out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. They created a new technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, they called um, Craft Beverage Warehouse. Created a new technology to bring digital can printing to the industry, craft beer industry. And because, so they have, yeah. Well, why is that? Why is that important? So if you ever get a craft beer and you see a, st- it either has a sticker on it or it's shrink wrapped. And I've had this conversation with people before. Those are not recyclable. <laughs> you take the shrink wrap or the sticker off the can for it to be recycled. And when you take the shrink wrap or the sticker off, you realize that that is just a blank can that Ball will send out to anybody. Like you and I could get a bunch of cans right now for one blank cans for whatever. Yeah. Um, which aluminum is amazing. It's infinite, infinitely recyclable. And if it's like a printed can, but if it's a sticker can or shrimp crab can, it's not recyclable with the sticker or the shrimp crab on it. 
Um, but this company seems really cool. Craft Beverage Warehouse. They said they can do as little. They about they have customers all over the country. Um, they have customers in soda, canned cocktail, wine, few uh, health conscious non-alcoholic beverage brands, whatever. That is not really a thing. Um, but majority of their business from craft beer. So that you can order a minimum of a half pallet, which is several thousand cans. I mean, still, that's a lot. That's a lot, yeah. <laughs> but you can order for special events. They're going to say hundreds, but technically, they'll be be able to order as few as one can. That seems a little silly. Without losing much efficiency. Which is kind of cool. I mean, That's, it's basically I mean, like yeah, a if you can do that, then... 3D printed, not 3D, but like a, a digital print on a can. Is that like laser engraved? Is that, yeah, I guess is it's laser. It? I don't, yeah. I would I like to see would, like, like cut who... Through, like how thick is it? Like would it cut through that? I don't, I'm not sure how that works. I think it just laser, like digitally, like lasers it onto the can. I'm down for that. And I would love to see like who one of their specific clients were was. To see, like, okay, this is what this is. But if you remember, we had a can. I had a can early, like, maybe a month ago from rivalrybrews.com. Royal, I think it was Royal Docks Brewing. Mm-hmm. This can was a 3D can. It had, like, it wasn't, like, fully embossed, but it was a cool, like, unique can. I feel like that's, like, I think going into the next year, we're going to see some unique packaging. I think, yeah. I think, A, we're gonna see a lot more plastic type packaging for for beer. Twenty ounce bottles. And yeah, yeah, twenty ounces. <laughs> so you can buy them at the uh, checkout lane at Kroger. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think you're gonna see a lot more creative packaging going into the next year. You already see like that. I mean, you don't follow it as much as I do, but like the the, six, the sixteen ounces almost becoming like ubiquitous for a lot of of. God, that's a big word, bro. Craft. I know it's a big word for how much alcohol I've had too. We cannot <laughs> end this show eyes. until I'm done. You just filled it back up. Uh, I still got more left. Did our executive producer tell you to pump the brakes? It wasn't. No, it wasn't about. It wasn't about that. It was something else. She's at. So my beautiful wife, love her. She's at a brewery without me. In L.A., right? She, knows that she should. She, she, West Coast is the she best. She knows coast. the rules. Supposed to take me. But she, uh, she, so is she uh, watching us? She's with her her cousin, and her cousin is. She basically lives in in these people's garage, uh, <laughs> and pays seven thousand dollars a month rent in a LA. week, seven million dollars a minute. <laughs> but uh, the she she said the uh, I don't know the guy's I'm not gonna say his name, but I don't, I don't even know it, but I'm not gonna say it. But she's like Jimmy. He pulled up as they were leaving. He's like, hey, what are you doing? And they said, oh, we're going to a brewery. And he said, oh, didn't you do that the last time? <laughs> you can do it every time, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what there is to do in, in the yeah. world. That's so. the that's not what I would do. But listen, you if you've made it this far, we what would you do? Adore you. I'd go to a brewery. There's no. There, go to a, well, am I going to go to a winery? You go like, to a dip a dippery. A, yeah. <laughs> craft with, dip. They, they just have like spittoons <laughs> all over the floor. Like, oh, let me try. Oh, bing. 
That's some Doc Holiday shit. <laughs> um, I'm certain that if you if you want to support us even more than listening, you can go to getamazonmusic.com forward slash beers and beards. Get a free month of <laughs> that's the never ending glass of beer. Oh. Lisa, he ain't making those Brussels sprouts tomorrow. I hope your dinner's at like 6 p.m. What time is dinner? Dinner, 9 a.m. <laughs> I mean, what time, <laughs> what time is your Thanksgiving festivities? So, yeah, finish what you were saying because I got – I'm an on-time person. <laughs> You're not going to be – You tell me to be there at 2. I'll be there at 2. Listen to any uh, selection of great podcasts, music, all that good stuff. Also, it in, it will let you enable your Alexa to play Beards and Beards on command. You say, hey, Alexa, play Beards and Beards podcast. And guess what? You're going to hear National Barks kick off. And you're going to hear these sweet voices. Yep. And, and if you listen to this episode, you're going to listen to David gradually... <laughs> It's it's kind of a slow burn tonight, I think, right? Yeah, it's good. I mean, we we've always bad. wanted to do like a legit drunk podcast, but our senses. Like, this is my this is me practicing for that. Yeah, this is a practice. <laughs> I feel like so, you haven't had any more uh, or Geronimo Basil Hayden's. No, I put I poured a whole nother thing. I'm just in there drinking. Oh, it. okay. So watch this. I don't want to be the only one drinking. Done. All right. Uh. I did almost get in a fight at the Browns Bengals game. We talked about that. <laughs> that was a few weeks ago. People, <laughs> yeah. I've told that story to a couple different people, and they did not believe me. They said, "They're like, wait, you're the you in this story?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> um, my wife actually put me on this song today. She said, "I heard the song, and I just forgot about it." And I was like, "Oh, this is a good song." And I don't know if you, I don't even know when this song came out. I don't know what song you're saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I remember this one. Yeah. Yeah. So classic. Uh, this is a classic. It's a banger. This. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. no, no I don't want to ruin your story. I, I ruined your. I don't song have a story. Before. You you ruined my <laughs> song when we did a live <laughs> podcast. Which is, I guess, technically this God, is I'm live. Not ruin it. But uh, get Amazon Music dot com forward slash beers and beards my selection. Also, go on Spotify or any of the major platforms. Check out the beers and beards. Uh, podcast playlist this song will be on it this is paralyzer by finger 11 classic I want to make you move because 
So, uh, my story from that is you didn't see me drink basically straight out of the bottle. Oh, I was, I was reading. Oh, I wanted to get it right. So, the band of that Finger Eleven, and Mm -hmm. they had been around for like a while, but they were, I guess, nominated for like best new artist or something at the Grammys. And that, I mean, it's just that's like the thing. It's like, oh, best new artist means this was your first hit, but, uh, I think they were nominated for a Grammy. And it's always like those weird songs of like, yeah. you ever look at the Grammys, you're like, what the, what? There's like one random. Honestly, to speak my truth, um, I used to be full on into award shows. In the Grammys. More specifically, the Oscars and the Grammys. Do you have a party? Yeah, I would pay the, I would, I would, uh, I would watch pay the Grammys. The <laughs> I feel like it's bad now, though. Like it, they're just long, yeah. and I don't know. But the the Grammys uh, uh, nominees were announced this week, Did and we my good friend, new podcast, yeah, my good friend John Batiste was nominated for like eleven Grammys, which he's an amazing artist. I don't even know who that is, but he was so he was nominated in <laughs> all like the pop mm-hmm. categories, and he's like a he's like a uh, I mean, he's more like almost like jazz, but he was nominated and he was nominated in like the pop categories and also like Roots performance, which I'm like Roots is like a nice way of saying like. I mean, you ever watch Roots? The, I kick uh, a root down. I watch the band Roots. Yeah, I mean, I've seen yeah. Roots. That's what about. Roots Dude, performance means. Type shit. Yes, that's that's Roots. Yeah, Le- that's Le- that's the Lavar Burton that should be hosting Jeopardy. I I agree. Um, but anyway, the uh, he got nominated for like eleven Grammys. I hope he wins all eleven that he got nominated for. He's awesome. He's the the uh, band leader of Stephen Colbert, by the way. And dude, I wouldn't want I, I you couldn't pay me to watch late night TV. So I'm like, I who stays up to eleven thirty. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, you got but anyway, some background on your song because I've never heard it. So uh, there's a guy. Um, have you heard of this band, The Beatles? Vaguely, one of the two from Australia, main, right? Beat, so there's yeah, there's two of them still alive. Ringo Starr. The, the two guys, the two main guys, are still alive. <laughs> Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney. <laughs> Ringo's number one, but the yeah. guy that also was part of the band, like he was a late addition when Pete Best got kicked out. He was the original drummer, so they added another bass. They had two drummers originally, Ringo and Pete Best, so they added a, a bassist instead after they kicked Pete Best out. There but uh, that's actually a true story. I don't know if you knew that or not. But uh, Paul McCartney, one other band is, that has more than one drummer. Who? Slipknot. I mean, every band that technically has more than one drummer. If you do air drums <laughs> in the crowd, yes, you're right, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, um, Paul McCartney is still out there making music. Yeah, God bless him. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't made enough money from the Beatles 
Right. I mean, first of all, he owns most of the most of his songs still. Dude, you know the story about Paul McCartney and his music, right? Yeah, with with Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Fucking, he said, "Man, yeah, what he you bought the Beatles that? songbook." He's like, "I don't know, two million." Next day, he's like, "Hey, man, I bought it for like two and a half million, more than what you wanted for." It. And they were on like a yeah. video shoot. Anyway, so this is not uh, only Paul McCartney. It's Anderson Pock, which I. He's on this playlist as well. He's very, uh, very. He's a very underground artist. I don't know if you knew. I don't know if you. He's from he, Detroit too, right? He's not like he's not above ground. He's under <laughs> the ground. <laughs> I, don't I don't even know what to say, but um, I feel very cool for knowing who he is and liking his music. Yeah. So every any any chance I get, I'm like, hey. I knew Anderson Pock is. And like, oh, okay. Yeah. I know him personally. He's got a whisper. I don't know him personally. I just know his music. Yeah. Um, I do like, uh, yeah. He's got he has, him and, uh, him and Bruno Mars has a, have a band together. The Silk Anderson Sonic. Mars. They got nominated for Grammys too. But anyway, this is Paul McCartney. He came out with, uh, um, the whole reason a throwback to earlier in the show. Um, we were talking about just like doing stuff and being like domestic and like, you know, like this is my day. Like, like you're talking about like raking leaves and shit. Like Paul McCartney's not doing stuff like this, but he has a song about it. Paul McCartney hasn't mowed a yeah. lawn in He's 70 like, years. Looking out the window, watching people mow oh my, my God, lawn. That's, <laughs> that's that's what Paul McCartney. But it's basically about like a just like a general like. Here's what I do in a day. And the song is, and he did like a bunch of like sh- like video shorts with it, which I'm like, first of all, a video short when you have music is called a music video. Where do you play those at now? There's, I mean, they're on MTV. <laughs> on the YouTube. Well, no, so, <laughs> YouTube for you is just educational. But <laughs> it's like uh, our executive. This is now the code. This is now the code word from our from my wife. Our executive producer said. Uh, she's like, yeah. Taylor Swift came out with this yeah. ten-minute video. She came, or she's like, Taylor Swift is releasing this movie. And I'm like, oh, a movie. She's like, yeah. She said it's ten minutes long, and it's just basically her music. And yeah. Like, oh, you mean a ten-minute-long music, music video? <laughs> yeah, anyway, I this like is a, didn't grow up in the heyday of MTV. I know she didn't watch any TRL. She's a year younger than me, so yeah. she did not watch. She's not Basically, allowed to watch the cradle. She she doesn't know. She's never watched uh Cisco, you know, Cisco Thong Song. Thong, thong, There's thong, a video thong. to that. There is, yeah. Yeah. Um she never watched it, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this this song is <laughs> the name of this song is called When Winter Comes by Paul McCartney. This is the Anderson Pock version. Remix. Great Charlie Brown esque intro for Thanksgiving. When winter comes and food is scarce, is that Paul McCartney and Paul? That is our Paul. Okay. That's actually John. We'll fly away. All right. All right. This is all I got. This is it. 
Dude, the song is awful. Talking about chickens and foxes, what the fuck? It's like talking about like a domesticated life and like animal. I can listen. I can hear this from anybody but Paul McCartney, who doesn't know shit about it. I just, that's what's funny about it. So you can you can stop it. But uh, wait, when's Anderson Pac come on? It's him like doing the Anderson Pac is like a drum, like he does drum like the beat. Oh, so he doesn't sing? No. You want to like be like a rap, rap intro? Like I, thought rap about to, I thought he was about to drop some freestyles. Um, that's what a that's what's funny about it. But then I don't know. <laughs> At, uh, for the people that that are watching this, uh, there's one person watching right now. So it, the people that it might technically watch this, be me. Uh, who? <laughs> Uh, how much beer? <laughs> Probably do you have like fifteen and a half ounces. Mm, you're gonna you're gonna sleep good tonight. I still got that beer that you have to chug. If you remember that or not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Haley Gilmore. She uh, sent some beer home with Abby months and months ago. Want us to try on the podcast, which we will. Okay. <laughs> I found out that it's it's not as special as she thought it was because they sell it at the Kroger that's three minutes away from me. <laughs> so you ever I've had that happen to, like she thought it was a big thing, like it's a it's a Memphis beer. Memphis. Yeah. Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, your wife was in Memphis. Yeah. And so she sent this home. But anyway, <laughs> we start we talked last week and she was showing me this Memphis bourbon. Let's see if I can pull it up. Yeah. Um, but I was like, ah, you know, probably not good bourbon. I didn't want to be rude. And I know she's probably not listening. Let's see. It's called, uh, juke joint, juke joint bourbon, it's Memphis juke. bourbon, juke joint. And she, they also call it uh blue note Memphis bourbon. She sent me a picture of it. So. But this is the time when I tell each and every one of you, whether you fast forward it just to hear me say this, your daily affirmation, that I love you. And I do. Everybody that listens, everybody that humors us in our silliness, my wife, yeah. your wife, Lisa. Lisa, I need a report on, on the uh, Brussels sprouts, <laughs> if, they're, if they're any good or not. Yeah. Um, she will give you a show say, uh She's very good at recall, and she'll say, Gary said, I wrote it down, Gary said that he needs a report on the Brussels sprouts. <laughs> so yeah. I have to give him a report. Uh, and she'll write you a, a report. She'll handwrite it and, and send it to I just it want a review. You in the mail. I, don't, I don't need a report. I just need a good review of... Uh... How many... Uh, like, you do, like, uh, one to five bottles. How many... Mm-hmm. This is a three sprout. Yeah, like, or, or, or like, yeah. would she eat them again? Did she eat them in your presence just to, like, not make you feel bad? I'll or tell you she... if it's good or not. I will tell you. I, if it's bad, I've made things before that I thought were bad. First of all, it's got bacon in it. So that all, so automatically that's a plus, makes it really hard to be bad. Number two, it's got bourbon. 
Number three, maple syrup. <laughs> and then the worst, Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. <laughs> but it's green and it makes you feel good. And you're eating it on Thanksgiving. You're surrounded by yourself and and you're ignoring everybody that's around you. And you're watching the Detroit Lions lose again on Thanksgiving Day. Well, they like. I'm really glad. Game. I'm so glad that I, like I'm not a Lions or a Cowboys fan because I feel like that'd be a horror. That's a horrible tradition of like having to watch your team on Thanksgiving. Who do they play this year? The Lions play the Bears. Then the Cowboys play the Raiders. Ooh, that'd be a good game. I think. I just feel like that's a horrible tradition of like every Thanksgiving, my team loses. On Thanksgiving, <laughs> especially if you're a Lions fan, I don't know. It's just like this is the first time for a lot of people to be aware of the Lions. They're o nine and one. I don't know. I mean, I, that's like Browns level bad. Yeah, well, the Browns are a little better than that. They're six and five with yeah. one win of. They got a half win over the Lions last week. <laughs> But it doesn't count. Where'd Beckham go? To uh, the Rams. Yeah. I miss him already. From the Browns? Yeah. How do you I feel about uh, Will Levis? So I was like you were very there. close to Will Levis. Did you He's call? Huge. Did, you, did you call plays for him? Uh, no, but we yelled to put Bo Allen in. The backup quarterback, who's a Kentucky boy, and so they put Bo Allen in in the fourth quarter. Spoiler alert: he scored a touchdown. Nice. But so I was like, Did "Why is New Mexico State on the schedule?" <laughs> and it turns out that their head coach. It uh, turns out, yeah, I'll tell is you a for, is, a, is a former UK player. So it was like a for some reason. SEC the week before, like they have their really hard games. Every team, they're like, let's they, play, let's play a really easy game the week before. Well, I'm not saying that, that this. I have, I have, I have an opportunity. I don't think I'm going to go to to watch UK L at Louisville. I haven't been SEC to a Louisville football game since I was. Their stadium is awesome, by the way. It is awesome, but I've not been since I was recruited by John L. Smith. So it's kind of my boycott. Did you go? Did he let you go in when you were a recruit in the middle of a game? It's like, hey, go go snap a couple. So balls I watched. I watched. Go snap Louisville a couple of balls to uh, play, uh, uh, Brian Chris Redman. Yeah, uh, <laughs> from UVA. That's a throwback. I know Chris Redman from uh, Virginia, right? No, he played at Louisville. There was a Chris Redman who played at University of Virginia, Redmond. This, and yeah. he played in the NFL too for like the uh for the Falcons. I don't know. But did they played snap, Memphis. Did you snap them some balls? And Memphis, I just remember they didn't have their names on the back of their jerseys. I was like, What? Tigers. I mean, I know what their mascot is. It was on the front, but their their last names were on the back of their jerseys. So Memphis come a long way since then. Yeah. And now all this redistricting and these this conference shit and conference it. realignment. Yeah. You don't even know who's in. Well, like I don't understand how I guess Louisville well, makes Oregon's sense. Oregon's probably ACC. gonna be in the SEC by 
2025. Yeah. I guess like Louisville kind of makes sense in the ACC, but it's like they're not Atlantic Coast. Like, but the, what, if they're not, Lexington they're really is fun. in the SEC, yeah, Louisville should be in the SEC. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I don't know. I get Louisville is very far away from the Atlantic Coast. Yeah, I feel like you just have to be at least a but five isn't, hour isn't drive. Is TCU in the ACC now? No, they're in the Big Twelve. Yeah, whatever. Cincinnati's in the Big Twelve. Or they're going into the Big 12. Anyway, enjoy right, your week. Thanksgiving. Or if you already had Thanksgiving, we hope you enjoyed it. You better. Give us, give us a like social media. You know where to find us, Beers and Beards Podcast. David is at MMA McKinney. If you've ever wondered what we drank on this podcast, if you want to skip all the talking and just be like, what do they drink? It's on MMAMcKinney.com. And yeah. Enjoy your Black Friday, your Cyber Monday, your Small Sober Business Monday. Saturday. Is that what you said? Yeah. I've never been Cyber on a Monday. <laughs> Until next time. We love you. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together. Now you know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a G-Bang, baby. Too low, death makers so we're crazy. Death Row is the label that pays, man. Unfatable, so please don't try to fake this. But uh, back to the lecture at hand. Perfection is perfected, so I'ma let them understand. From a young G's perspective. And before me, digging a bitch, I have to find the contraceptive.